Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the book of Romans with part two of this message entitled, Standing in God's Presence. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Ephesians chapter one. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Let's turn to the book of Ephesians before we turn to Romans. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. The gospel brings to you the riches of God's grace. You are a fool if you do not receive the gospel because it is divine package of riches of God's grace. Ephesians 2, chapter 2, verse 7. I'll read from verse 6. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. Think about it, friends. Transcending all earthly troubles and problems. The text says we are seated with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Incomparable. Unimaginable. And yet the fool of this world will have nothing to do with this divine package contained in the gospel. The devil keeps people blind so that they will not see this incomparably great riches. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 8, although I am less than least of all God's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Unsearchable, inexhaustible, incomparable. The gospel points you to Christ. In him we have everything. Everything that you need. In chapter 3, Verse 17, I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. He so looked at this fragrant lentil red colored soup And he looked at it. He's famished. He looked at it. Then he looked at this birthright, spiritual blessings. He looked at it. And he looked at this. He looked at that. And he chose the soup. 
There may be people here who are choosing the soup. You have no clue what the gospel contains. Incomparably great riches, unsearchable riches, surpassing all human effort to know it is beyond knowledge. So we are coming back to Romans chapter 5. Verse 1 and 2, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have, sir, let's together say, we have, we have, not we will have or we had, we have. We continuously, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. We stand on the strong foundation of justification by faith. Rock foundation. It shall never give way. Hallelujah. Grace foundation. So we were discussing the second blessing that flows from justification. To enjoy the presence of God. Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, our Mediator, our Kinsman. Our Savior took our hands and brought us and introduced us to the King of kings and Lord of lords. Brought us into the palace of King. And he introduced us. And we are in his presence ever since. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. (laughs) Come what may. It doesn't matter, it doesn't bother us. We are in God's presence. And he solves all our problems, sir. Your drug problem, your dope problem, your pornographic problem, your eating problem, your laziness problem. It doesn't matter what problem it is. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed, sir. Indeed. The truth sets us free, sir. I told you, unsearchable riches. And so, to continue, let us turn to Ephesians chapter 3, 12 and 13 and 14. Speaking, friends, about the presence of God into which we have been brought by our Lord Jesus Christ. And here, chapter 3 and verse 12. In him that is in Jesus Christ and through faith in him. In him and through faith in him. We may approach God. Hallelujah. We may approach God. All blockades are lifted. The veil is torn from top to bottom. A new and living way has been established through the body of Christ for us to enter straight into the room of God. So in him and through faith in him we may approach God, sir. Approach God. Approach God. Not anybody else. Approach God. Hallelujah. We draw near to God, sir. With freedom and confidence. 
Why freedom and confidence? Because our sin problem that kept us from God has been dealt with once for all. Christ died for our sins. Hallelujah. And we are reconciled to God. And God is reconciled to us. The door is open with freedom and confidence. And look at verse 13. St. Paul, I want you to understand, he is in prison, he is in chains, he is in misery. Circumstantially speaking, he has his pain and his misery, his aches, just like you have, sir. All the problems. He had it, but he had this wonderful privilege of going into the presence of God. And therefore, verse 13 says, don't. Pity me. Don't feel sorry for me. I ask you therefore, therefore because I have this in him and through faith in him, I approach God with freedom and confidence. Though I am in prison, I am in chain, I am in trouble, don't worry about it. I fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, you know, if you are a certain type of people, you begin to get up and and do all these things, jump up and down. Exult for joy. Yes, we all have problems in this world. Some have more, some have less. But just like Paul learned the secret of being happy and content, irrespective of circumstances, we should also learn draw near to God and he will draw near to you and so he says verse 13 I ask you therefore not to be discouraged because of my sufferings you look at the plural sir sufferings sufferings for you which are your glory and then we are told in verse 14 here it is for this reason I kneel before the Father. Hallelujah. Justified. Peace with God. You are in the presence of God. And you pray. And you pray to God. Hallelujah. And he hears our prayers. Just like your Father hears your prayer. How much more your Heavenly Father will hear your prayers. And answer your prayers. And meet your every need. By giving you more grace. Grace that is greater than all. Our sin and our sufferings. Our misery. Grace. So in effect he is saying. Do not feel sorry for me. I enjoy God's presence. In prison. In chains. I pray to him. And fellowship with him. I am comforted. By him. Turn with me to friends, Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, see, translation is not very good. The Father of mercies, plural, sir. That is abundance of it. Father of mercies. God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles. 
we are brought to God's presence so that we can pray. Turn to the book of John, chapter 1. Friends, once we were enemies, but our status is changed. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You are children of God, sir. God has become our Heavenly Father, our Abba, our Daddy, and prayer is so natural. Children speak to Father and speak all kinds of things, all kinds of concerns. Hallelujah. May God help you to take advantage of this privilege of prayer. Privilege of prayer. To all those who received him to them gave he exousia, right. Right. I have a right as the citizen of the kingdom of God. I have a right as child of God. I have a right to come to his presence and pray in faith and knowing that God is my father and he'll hear my prayer and he'll answer me. He'll give me grace. King's children have free access to king's presence. I just lie down in my bedroom and I don't have children coming anymore, but these grandchildren, they come. They run to my place to bother me and... and and they knock and then they work on that thing and uh, and so I get up and say what do you want (laughs) and not angry not mad not confused man it's happy to see them what do you want is that if that is so how much more our heavenly father is interested in seeing you whom God spared by not sparing his own son And I will prove it to you from the scripture that he loves you even as he loves his own son. So the third blessing is access to prayer. Access through our Lord Jesus Christ. Access to God the Father now. Access to prayer, sir. We pray to the Father in Jesus' name by the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you the greatest blessing on this side of heaven is to be able to pray to the infinite, eternal, all-wise, all-compassionate God, our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. That's a privilege, sir. Make use of the privilege, not only when you are in troubles, but when you are not in trouble. And so we read, I bow my knees before the Father. That's a secret. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Hallelujah. And he speaks about, I remember you in my, come on, prayers, 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 plural, sir. And turn to uh, Romans, Romans 8. Beginning with verse 15, for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the Holy Spirit of Sonship. Spirit of Sonship, and by him, by the Holy Spirit, we cry, Abba, Father. As soon as you're born of God, the Spirit of God comes into you. 
and causes you to cry. Abba. That's what happens. Children who are born, they cry. If, if they don't cry, we are in trouble. We are anxious. We are worried. The doctor is worried. Everybody else is worried. Well, all of a sudden, there is a cry. Abba. Prayer by the Spirit is the sign that you are alive. You have been brought to relationship with the Heavenly Father. And you lack nothing. You just cry. That's all you need to do. Isn't that true, sir? For those who are young parents, that's all they have to do. What is it? Cry. Cry. And, that, and the parents come there, define what, what they want. And take care of it. They don't know what. They don't know whether it is stomachache or headache, whatever it is. There. But it is all taken care of. Hallelujah. We cry, Abba, Father, by the Spirit. We pray in the Spirit. We pray in His power. And we pray by His guidance. Why? We are sons of God. Heirs of God. Joined heirs with Christ. We exercise our right to come to God's presence and pray boldly. Newborn believers can pray. Older believers can pray. Troubled believers can pray. Draw near to God. He will draw near to you. Those experiencing temptation, pray. Those who are in all sorts of addiction and slavery, pray. God will set you free, sir. Hallelujah. Pray. We rejoice in tribulations also. Because of what we can pray. And fellowship with God in the midst of tribulations and problems, sir. Turn to Philippians chapter 4. St. Paul is revealing to us from prison his secret. His secret that transcended all his troubles. Do not be anxious about what? Anything. Here is a man in prison, in chain. And he said, do not be anxious of anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to, come on, God. We are in God's presence. And the peace of God, hallelujah, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Grace, that is greater than all our troubles and problems. Pray boldly, for we stand in God's grace of justification. We stand upon the rock foundation of grace, God's free and unmerited favor. We are not under law, we are always under the government of grace. We stand firm. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 15. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. We stand in grace. We stand in the promises of God. God who cannot lie, who cannot die, who cannot change. He remains true to his promises. Or turn to Romans 14. In verse 4 and 5. Who are you to judge someone else's servant to his own master? He stands or falls. And now listen. And he will stand. Hallelujah. And he will stand. 
he will let's say it together he will stand and now the reason is given for the Lord is able to make him stand and God makes me able to stand I don't stand in my own anything God makes me stand in this grace in this gospel <laughs> hallelujah turn with me to Jude Jude the last verse pay attention to this friends when you are tempted and troubled to him who is able to keep you from falling we I spoke last Sunday evening their foot shall surely slip in due time and it was proven true God spoke to me but here to him who is able to what keep you from falling and not only that to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory majesty power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore our master will see to it that we stand Amen. until the day you die turn to Psalm 1 Psalm 1 and verse 5 therefore the wicked will not what stand in the judgment the wicked will not stand what does this mean the righteous will stand the righteous will Psalm 5 and verse 5 the arrogant cannot stand in your presence there is no greater judgment than that you will not stand in God's presence you will fall you mock Christ you mock God you mock the Word of God and you walk about being proud but you will not stand God will see to it that you will fall now and then but we not only we not only stand but we are also seated I just told you Ephesians 2 6 seated with Christ in heavenly places even now we stand and we are seated yes. hallelujah friends think of our condition when we were outside helpless ungodly sinners enemies think who we are now inside justify sons of God the company of the redeemed the children of the Heavenly Father heirs of God rich and famous in the whole universe rich and famous we are pray boldly friends pray often your heavenly father delights in your prayers let me give you proof John 16 and listen to it it is the very word of Jesus Christ 23 and 24 John 16 
in that day you will no longer ask me anything I tell you the truth my father will give you whatever you ask in my name until now you have not asked for anything in my name ask and you will receive and what your joy will be complete 16 26 and 27 in that day you will ask in my name and I I am not saying that I will ask the father on your behalf no the father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God the father himself loves us he is the one who planned our salvation from all eternity turn to the very important verse 17th chapter of John and verse 23 and try to fathom the incomprehensible and the unsearchable riches in the package of that verse. Unpack it. I in them and you in me may they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and that they may know you have loved them even as you have loved me. Think about it. Yeah. Unpack it. Yeah. That God loves you even as in the same degree as he loved his eternal son. Yeah. Don't you ever doubt it. Even when you sin. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, friends. Jesus introduces you to the Father. You are given access to him. You stand before him. You stand on the foundation of grace abounding. You are secure forever. You shall never fall. You are children of God. Exercise your right to fellowship with God. Right of prevailing prayer. Our God hears our prayers and answers them. It is joy for him to do so. Jesus prayed. God heard his prayers. God loves us even as he loves Jesus. Pray, friends, pray in faith. Pray in the will of God. Pray in the power of the Holy Ghost. Pray prevailing in a resilient prayer as Jacob did. I will not let you go until you bless me. And he blessed him. He received a blessing from his father by cheating. But he received blessing from God by confessing. What's your name? Jacob, that's my name. But I want you to bless me. Hallelujah. Bless me. Bless me. With all spiritual blessings in Christ. We read in Colossians 4 verse 12. The Asian minister Epaphras. Paul says he wrestles in prayer. Not two minutes saying something and running off. Prevailing prayer. Pray until God answers your prayer. And gives you grace to overcome all our trials. Pray with fasting. You heard of Luther, Martin Luther. He was a man who prevailed in prayer because he has so many problems. In 1540, Martin Luther's dear friend and fellow soldier, Frederick Myconius, became ill and was dying. So he wrote his last letter to Luther, 
concerning his imminent home going to God's presence. Immediately Luther wrote back, Frederick, I earnestly admonish you to pray to dear God to preserve you the longer to profit the church and to defeat the devil. This shall be my petition. This is my desire and my will be done. Amen. For my will seeks the honor of the divine name and not my own honor and pleasure. Farewell, dear Frederick. And may the Lord not let me hear that you have died. But may God cause you to survive me. The letter was read to him and he was revived. And he lived six years and two months more. Outlived Luther two months. Prevailing prayer. Powerful prayer, sir. Because our will is the will of God. Friends, let me tell you. Are you outside? Or are you inside? Let me illustrate just with one person. There was the prodigal son. He hated God, hated the Father, hated everybody. He went to a far place to sin. Sin and sin and sin. And his money, no more money, no more job, no nothing, no food. And we are told, Luke 15, beginning with verse 17, when he came to his senses. I'm glad some of you are coming to your senses by God's mercy. Thank God he is bringing us to our senses. Because we wouldn't come to our senses ourselves. When he came to his senses he said. How many of my father's hired men have food to spare. And here I am starving to death. I will set out. And go back to my father. And say to him father I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. The idea is that I may be able to eat something. So he got up. And went to his father. But while he was still a long way off. His father saw him. And was filled with compassion. For him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Sir, justification brings us to the very presence of the Father who is eagerly waiting to welcome us and bless us and kiss us and embrace us and forgive us. Hallelujah. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Father wouldn't hear a thing. We are received not as hired servant. We are received as son. As son, sir. Hallelujah. Son. But the father said to his servant, quick, bring the best robe. (laughs) And put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Signs that he is son. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. 
so they began to celebrate that's what happened to us God's son came and sought us and found us and brought us to the very presence of the father who has been planning our salvation who has been planning for this celebration uh, ever since he left we don't go out of your presence anymore the prodigal is cured of all that wanderlust he found out <laughs> the pasture is not greener elsewhere it is in the house of the father you find everything all sufficiency all grace we remember another terrible man may people a cripple he should have been killed but david says no i will show kindness to him i will show kindness to him i will go show kindness to him where does he live he live in lodabar where there is no word no word place and they brought him the cripple and said from now on you will eat with me added as one of my sons you will eat with me oh that's what you have done heavenly father we pray that you help us to really grasp this message no matter what troubles we will experience help us to learn the secret of going into the presence of god to receive mercy to find grace for the time of our need heavenly father we thank you for saving us in jesus name amen you have been listening to grace and glory audio a part two of this message entitled standing in god's presence Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.